Hello and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn, a storytelling game radio show featuring guests from New York City Hive and beyond with me, co-host Aaron, and other co-host Brianna. Hello. There she is. Here we are. Good day. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Top of the Sunday to you. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, this energy brought to you by us. <laughs> having having a long ass week uh yeah i'm I'm pretty sure everyone at the very least of our generation uh remembers and knows of the meme about wake me up when september ends and thank god folks september is almost over because i am i have been asleep (laughs) for a month but like not asleep but asleep if you understand me I mean, first off, October is the best month because it's my birthday month. Um, but second, that is actually a song. It's a Green Day song. Um, and it's always yeah. weird because, like, apparently it's about his father's death. But, like, everyone has memified it so much that oh it's, like, God, now it separate is. from the song. Oh, my God. I didn't realize it was about his father's Yeah. That is like, yeah, every year people terrible. send him stuff and it's like, Ugh. But you know what? The sentiment does remain now I'm just thinking of an odd metaphor of like how creativity is like an echo where you start with the one thing and then as it gets further and further away from you, it gets thinner and changes shape. That actually makes total sense. And then it bounces back. And if you like catch it again, then you just catch it back and it's like completely different. Is that why when I try to write like whatever is in my brain is like just Shakespeare, gold, whatever's on the paper is like, actual garbage trash um i think that's more of a personal echo chamber (laughs) problem (laughs) you heard it here folks aaron says i can't write and you know what (laughs) that is not what i said (laughs) things can sound bad to yourself but it's more like when it goes out I don't know. Whatever. We had other things we were going to talk about at the beginning of this hour, <laughs> namely the idea of role playing, because uh, that's something that we've really been experiencing and experimenting with a lot on the show for the past month with um, two different sessions of what is here. Um, and I mean, Loopy Lore doesn't really count for that, but the game we're going to play uh, today definitely has uh, role play aspects to it. Um, and it's a very specific thing to do. And it's also something that, uh, can give people a lot of anxiety when starting to play games. It can also be something that is really fun and it just really depends on the person. Um, it's really cool. It is fascinating because I know when I started playing D&D during the pandemic um, mm-hmm. and like I had read this somewhere. I probably have mentioned this on the podcast, on the radio show, excuse me. Um, mm-hmm. Just that a lot of people when they start um, role playing, they're always that character who's like, I'm brooding in a corner and I'm lone, I'm a loner. And it's fascinating because I went that way. My friend went that way. And we were a group of new people. So it was like, I think, four new people playing. Um, and out of the four, three people were like, we're loners. Which is not indicative. Like, you can't move a plot along if you got three people who don't want to work as a team. Right. But yeah, and also it does really allow you to like observe, watch, and see what kind of happens. As opposed to like really diving in and kind of like jumpstarting the action itself. Right. And it's interesting. Role playing is like really it's like it's in the name. Like the games are called <laughs> tabletop role playing games. Uh but 
the varieties of that and what it means really varies on the person. So of course, the main the main idea of all these different games is that you are giving your chance your chance to say, what if this character did this, and then filling that in for yourself. But uh, it feels like when a lot of people talk about role play, it's about how well you embody the characters that you are mm-hmm. playing. Um, and I know personally, like I try really hard to role play while on the show, but there's certainly some times when I feel like I'm just not connecting the way that I feel like it should be. I'm not diving into the characters. Uh, and I feel like I need to step back a little bit and do more narration than actually mm. uh, performing it myself. You know, I guess that's fine. You know, the whole point is that you play however you <laughs> want to. But sometimes I see people who are so talented at playing and really getting into the character and becoming and role like completely change putting on these different roles. And I'm just like, that is such an incredible talent. Um, something Wait, that speaking I want to work on too. Of talent. I don't yeah. know if you've heard of this little group uh, called Critical Role. <laughs> You can't even get it out. So, I can't even say that with a straight face. It's so I, I have to admit, I actually just got into them um, yeah. with their latest um, session, I guess you would call it. Alexandra Unlimited. Campaign, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I love Robbie Damon as a voice actor. And I was like, oh, he's doing something. I'll, I'll follow along. And so between that and then I got into a couple of their other things because I'm not going to lie, their larger campaigns are intimidating as fuck. I mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, that's a, that's What do you mean? Hours. 120 <laughs> sessions, each three to five hours long? I can't imagine why that would be intimidating. I started following them on Twitter and they're like, the last session is seven hours. And I'm like, excuse seven, me? Seven? Oh my God. <laughs> I, I like the show and that's too much. But it's, it's wow. just been really interesting. Um, I watched Undeadwood, I believe, um, which is a little older. But it was oh, just yeah. like... One of their, like, mm-hmm. what, four episode one yeah, shot yeah. things? Yeah. And it was just, like, so incredible. Like, one character, like, there's a like, there's a scene where it's really dramatic. And, like, people are just sobbing at the table. And, like, you really... And, like, the way that one in particular was shot because they were... Um, all at a di- it wasn't the same kind of like setup as like the typical critical role table where they're mm. kind of very next to each other. So they had like camera shots where it's like you see people's reactions and you see like it it felt very mm. a lot more cinematic. But at the same time, it's like these people are coming up with this shit on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and they very rarely broke character except for like a couple times where you're like, that's <laughs> that's hilarious. But it's like, oh, shit, like this isn't pre-planned. Like it's all based on the roll of the dice. And it's really been. Like, obviously, everyone knows Critical Role, but it's really been kind of, yeah. Uh, I don't like the term educational, but it's been definitely eye-opening to see, like, how the limits or how there aren't really limits to uh, role-playing for these kind of games. And this is something that I've I've seen the Critical Role cast talk about, especially uh, Matthew Mercer, the DM who DMs all the DMing <laughs> of most of Critical Role stuff forever. Except when he doesn't, which Except is fun. Except when he doesn't. Because his dice suck. <laughs> He is cursed with bad dice. Um, And it's incredible. It's incredible to see people who have cursed dice. But this is a, that's like a side conversation. (laughs) But it's really incredible. I honestly sometimes worry I have cursed dice uh, in certain scenarios. But you know what? Also, again, (laughs) a different conversation. Uh, But Matthew Mercer says specifically, not all tables are going to look like ours. Um, Mm. And I think that's like a really interesting part of it, too, because the way role playing can be done can be unlimited but at the same time uh they are professional 
performers. Uh, and the way <laughs> that they lean in is going to look very different from the way that other people lean in. Mm. And it's really interesting to kind of, well, experiencing it in action, you know, mm-hmm. feeling like realizing where my limits are and when like I'm not leaning in when I am. And when I am, it's like, of course, it's going to be different for everyone because everyone tells stories differently and every table mm-hmm. is different. Every group of people is different. And uh, we have all sorts of people coming in here all the time. It would be dull as fuck if every single DMing, every single campaign ever was in the exact vein of Critical Role. I mean, like, mm-hmm. literally, it would not be dull because, like, it'd be very energetic. But, like, like every DM, as you said, have their, have their own kind of style and it's like i've i've heard people who i know my dm when i played she was trying not she was very much trying to not mimic how matthew mercer played because she knew that like almost how he played had become a style Mm. she's like well i i play like this so like if you like that and i hadn't even known what critical role was back then um so interesting went over everyone's head with that but it was (laughs) um she's like there's 400 episodes it's like 400 hours and 100 episodes we're like whom um <laughs> when <laughs> <laughs> who has the time yeah says the person who's watched far too much recently Brianna, yeah. what would you say was your role-playing style so far have you got a sense of that uh just straight up chaotic um honestly i've been <laughs> playing um i don't have a, a sketch comedy background but I have done like very basic like stand up, uh, nice stand up. That's not the right word. Um, improv. Improv. Thank you. Oh, yeah. thank you. You're <laughs> like, you're it's welcome. one of the comedy things. Yeah. And with that, it's really just yes and. Where like right. like we're chasing down zombies. It's like, well, I don't think there should be zombies. It's like, well, you just fucked up the whole bit. So thank you. <laughs> um, and I remember I actually did one through work. <laughs> oh. And my. they gave me the mistake of letting me be first. And they're like, we're making a cookbook. And I'm like, uh, Hannibal wrote it. And so we all had to go down the Hannibal Lecter cookbook route. <laughs> and it was just, there's nothing greater than your coworkers being like, fuck you. Okay. Okay. We're going to cook up some thighs, human <laughs> thighs. And, but like having to keep playing off that. And so like, just it. really just taking the idea and running with it. Um, that's really the only thing I have. And then kind of being like, there's chaos, which is what unfortunately I bring, but like, trying to also like ground it into like something that's interesting that I would personally like listening to. That's where I try to kind of have my balance. So what I'm hearing is that you like to uh, take whatever is happening in a scene and push it to its uh, ultimate limits sometimes. Yeah. Cause it's like, if you're not and you're like, um, Bob over there is setting fire to everything. And you're like, cool, I'm over here. And it's like, well, you could expand more on what Bob is doing. You can like kind of build that out. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you can go off and do your own thing, but like, where's the fun in that? Like, you're not, if you're going to role play alone, <laughs> you're going to be the loner off in a corner and like never interact with the group. Just like write a book. Cough. Um, <laughs> or, or do a one, one person play, you know? Uh, you mean when I perform every day in my apartment that my neighbors hate me? Yeah, my one person acts are great. But yeah, like um, if you're coming together with people to perform something, it's like build out the whole group kind of thing. Mm. Ask for more from people. <laughs> yeah. Almost like a life philosophy. I like it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, hmm. some people 
I, I wish I could ask for more, and yet all they give is nothing. Uh. <laughs> well, now we're both just having one of our, our long, oh, we just we just bummed each other out again. <laughs> it's good. I love capitalism. Twitch. No, we don't. <laughs> Aaron. Yes. What? Are we Brianna. playing today? Yeah, again, a game from uh, the hatred of capitalism. Uh, yes, aside from that, uh, we're playing a game not at all related to that, even a little bit, called <laughs> Heaven or Hell, which was created by Kiana Shaw. It is a very roleplay heavy game inspired by essentially Good Omens, which is a book that is fun and also a television show that is cute. If you um, like the book, the show makes it uh, expands upon it in a nice way. Regardless, that's what we're playing today. <laughs> it's a role playing game. We're going to be two uh, otherworldly immortal beings split across heaven and hell. Uh, we know three things that we love each other, and love can uh, come in any type of relationship that we will determine that we have not determined yet. Uh, the powers that be most definitely wouldn't approve of our relationship, and there's only one place that is safe to meet in Earth. So we will get all into that and more of the details on how that's going to work. But first, some announcements for the radio station. Yay. Yeah. All right. So, my listeners, if you like to listen to Radio for Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer or have a weird tab for Radio for Brooklyn open on your phone, you should consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone or Android. That's available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Take us on the go in a more uh, reasonable way or throw in the chaos to it, whatever. Go find that app. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay in the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to radiofreebrooklyn.com Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. Boo, Amazon. We already said fuck capitalism, Aaron. I thought it needed to be said again. Um, regardless, also be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news and new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up for that at radioforbrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Okay, we've done the thing. Now let's do the thing. E. Right, so Heaven or Hell, made by Kiana Shaw. Thank you so much, Kiana. We appreciate you for creating the story uh, where we basically role-play different scenes of us set in different time periods and locations, having different types of conversations. The type of conversation we're having um, is going to be set up by a D10. There are 10 different types of prompts that we can use here. So we will be rolling that dice. I have that dice handy and at the ready. Um, we'll go through as many scenes as we want to until we're like, mm, time to end this baby. And then there are a couple of other questions and prompts for the ending. Pretty simple, straightforward game. Lots of roleplay. Can I just say the fact that the only safe place is Earth is hilarious. <laughs> As we are currently in a hellscape. Uh, 
yeah, that makes sense. Well, currently, see, the thing is, this happens over time, right? It's not true. I mean, true. it depends on if you think Earth has always been a hellscape, but oh gosh, okay, <laughs> I just I just blew Brianna's <laughs> mind. Excuse me. Um, regardless, uh, maybe we should create our characters. Hmm? <laughs> Uh, um, so your angels are on fire. I mean, your wings are on fire. Got it. <laughs> so I guess you want to be, uh, I guess, the demon from hell. Oh my god! How did you know? Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I want to be demonic. Um, cool. There are a couple of other questions here uh, that you can use so to make your character. <laughs> Do you want to? Do you want to look at? Uh, well, so you've already picked what kind of being you are. Just a demon. Mm -hmm. um, while names can change over time, what name do you go by right now? I hate that Calcifer just popped in my head because I don't even know <laughs> why I have not been. You know what? You know what? Fuck it, Calcifer. I'm Lean sorry. In. Lean I'm in. I'm sorry, House Moving Castle. I just stole that from you. I'm going by that, Calcifer. Yeah. Right. Why not? Okay. While otherworldly beings are often beyond the construct of gender, they can still choose to take on whatever pronouns and presentation they feel is right for them in that moment. So what pronouns do you use right now? Uh, let's do he, him. Calcifer, the he, him demon. Who doesn't cook bacon, guys? You should watch House Moving Castle. If you haven't watched House Moving Castle, Aaron it's a delightful movie. movie. You should watch the English dub because Christian Bale is... Weirdly seductive. How? Yeah, he's yeah. like one of the main characters. <laughs> and then Sorry, also, I'll um, oh god, who play who plays Calcifer again? Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. <laughs> Billy Crystal's in it too. Does that Is mean you're gonna talk up? like Billy Crystal? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, what notable trait, physical or metaphysical, do you have that is consistent across all forms and time? Can I think of this one as you uh, go through yours? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I guess otherworldly being, I'll be an angel. Mm -hmm. uh, while names change over time, what name do I go by right now? Hmm. <laughs> See, it's hard. <laughs> it is hard. <laughs> and it's, it's difficult because actually the first thing that happens to my head is grace. <laughs> go with it. I went with Calcifer. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll be grace. And uh, let's see, what pronouns does Grace use? Grace uses they, them pronouns. Mm -hmm. What trait does Grace have that is consistent across all forms in time? That, do you have an answer for yours yet? I have an answer for mine. I was going <laughs> to yeah, jump yeah, in get, for you. Give me a um, so across... Um, uh, the arms, like it, it kind of looks like uh, arrow marks, like just the the <laughs> like a V, but like constant down the arm. Um, because hi listeners, I'm really interested into like old school uh, Christian mythology. Uh, I could be a demon that fell from heaven, the up place. Thank you. But yeah, so it's like these. Like, I guess you could like. It almost looks like they were wings that were branded into the arms, but like they're not wings. Oh. They cannot be used as wings, but like every single, no matter. Um, and it's because usually angels have four or six wings. So it goes not only up and down the arms, but like up and down the legs. So like in current uh, look, it would just be like, I have 
wicked tattoos up and down both like the back of my legs and the back of my arms. So you have like wing tattoos. Let's say wings for easier comprehension, but like because like technically the wings didn't look exactly like wings. So. But yeah, so like let's say like wing very like elaborate wing tattoos up and down legs and arms. Okay. Cool. Let's see my physical or metaphysical trait. Mine is going to be my my height. My height actually. Ooh, oh no. <laughs> I am always going to be um 6 foot 3. <laughs> I was afraid you're gonna be like, I was. I'm ten feet. I keep getting drafted into the NBA, but okay, six foot three. I mean, it, I like it has it. to be like within reason, <laughs> but also still, whoa, well, you're tall. The NBA keeps chasing me, but yeah. <laughs> wow, you have okay. the exact same height as this other basketball player from like twenty years ago. <laughs> wow, how are y'all ten wow. feet? How do you shop? Okay, um, but yeah, six foot three. Got it. <laughs> Good. Uh, so. These are our characters. Uh, what is a, what is the relationship we have with each other? The, there are a couple of different like suggest, like things mm-hmm. descriptions here. Like this relationship can be romantic, queer, platonic, platonic, familial, uh, or any other kind of close and emotionally intimate relationship. The terms love and partner in heaven nor hell, the game we are playing, are open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. So what do we choose here? Oh, I like familial because I already said I could have fallen and you're an angel. Tell me more. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I like it. Familial. Sounds great. Okay. Fuel. Great. Siblings. Wait, who's older and who's younger? Oh. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's, let's roll. Let's RP it. We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah, we'll figure it um, out. Okay, now we have to answer the following questions for each pair of characters. Right, so there are only two of us, so it's just both of us. What do we first notice about each other when we first met? Uh, you were fucking tall. Um, How short am I? How <laughs> short are you? I guess you? it changes. I guess. Um, right, yeah, no, I guess I need one too. <laughs> well, no, I was like... Oh, are you going to change yours? Well, no, that works, but I was just like, if I say like, oh, you had like a very intense stare and it like makes other people uncomfortable, but like after a while I get used to it. That's me projecting something onto your character, so I don't know if, like, I can do that. I mean, I'm okay with it, considering I feel like both of our characters are very, like, show. Like, kind of just, we're just building them as we go right now. Mm -hmm. So you have a very intense stare, and it seems to unnerve some people as you can, like, stare into their goddamn souls. Wow, unintentional pun there. Um, Uh I'm a demon. Um, Yeah, you can, like, stare into their souls, and it's one of those things where you just get used to it, but... You never stop moving. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> I don't know what came into my head, but I was like, like the stock market, I never stop moving. <laughs> sure, you, you, I, you, much like the stock market, never stop moving. <laughs> Specifically up and down, I guess. <laughs> capitalism came back in, I'm sorry. No. Yes, okay, I like that. Okay. Uh, when did we realize that we loved each other? You go first this time. Okay. You laughed at my jokes that no one else understands because they think I'm too serious when I say them. Mm. You got that I was joking. <laughs> There's nothing harder than being sarcastic around someone who doesn't understand sarcasm. Um, one of my friends was like that. It's a nightmare. But okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I realized I loved you when like I gotten into a situation that like I could a hundred percent handle, but like you managed to show up and like talk down the situation in a situ in a situation where I thought I was gonna like have to like fight and kill to get my way out. Um, you managed to like deescalate it very calmly and I was like, oh, huh. I like that. Cool. Okay. Uh, what do what do we find endearing about each other? You let me talk a mile a minute and somehow still process whatever the fuck I'm saying. Whether or not I go into like different languages, tongues, like straight up nonsensical bullshit at the end of it. It's like, oh, yes. And it's like coherent response. And it's like, oh, shit, you were listening. <laughs> I find it endearing the way you like people and their flaws. Um, I like that. Great. Those are our characters. Those are That's our relationship with each other. Hi, Grace. Hi, Calcifer. Uh, <laughs> regardless, we're not in scene yet. Um, we should, but we should get into one soon because we've been chatting for a little bit. Let's set up a scene. What time period is it? Let's say it I'm gonna is... I'm going to say Crustaceous or Shakespeare. Two very different time periods. Let's do Crustaceous. I'm, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> to be honest with you. This is going to really show how terrible I am at remembering my history. Oh, God. No, I don't remember the Crustaceous. I, um, I don't remember which one the dinosaurs died in. We'll say it's early evolution. <laughs> What about an early early evolution time period? Like, are we bacteria or are we dinosaurs? We don't have to like not be like dinosaurs. Us, but, like, are there dinosaurs or are there bacteria? Because <laughs> uh, let's let's put dinosaurs in the mix. Okay, is it like oh, it's giant chickens? Okay, how yes. pre meteor? Like it's oh, coming in two days. Know. Okay, we'll find what out. You, what do you want? What do you want it to be? I want the meteor to be showing up like tomorrow. <laughs> Okay, sure. So it's probably on the horizon since it was probably fucking okay. massive. <laughs> Great. Sorry. Good. We know uh, where where are we in the world? Not near the equator. It's hot. A uh, mountain then. Mountainous region, cold. Flying dinosaurs. Uh what mundane place have we found ourselves in? The mountains. <laughs> A cave. <laughs> A cave. Okay. Great. Who else is around? Uh, I don't know. Dinosaurs. <laughs> Great. Um, I'm going to roll a d10 for the prompt for what we're going to be RPing here. Okay, I rolled a one. We're going to be role-playing a favor. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we can play this out with as much or as little role-play as we would like. Okay. Then when we're, we're done with this, we'll ask a couple of questions, but we're just going to mm -hmm. do the thing. Okay. Calcifer. So, Grace, you know that that rock in the sky that seems to be hurtling towards us with an intensity that I, I shit, I didn't realize was coming this quickly. Uh, yes, I've been told it is going to cause um, a lot of devastation. Devastation, like here, like where we are, like uh, where we are. Yes. You, you do realize, like, just because the smoking hot bod can, like... Like, I don't die, but, like, it, it'll fucking hurt. I mean, 
it it will be painful for all of us if we do not evacuate to um the safety is there is there safety in the underworld in the underrealm for for you <laughs> uh i have a favor just it's, it's not really that big of a favor i think it's i mean so you know when i fell um I was telling you about how there's like certain ways to get in and out of, um, you know, the castle upstairs. And yes, I, I kind of did a little fuck up and I, I shouldn't really be going back to hell anytime soon. But like, I don't really want to be obliterated right now. I mean, it'd be really cool to not be obliterated. If you could just like, it'd be really quick. Like, God, what, how long is this meteor supposed to last? Like, God, maybe only a few centuri centuries, years. There will be um, a, quite a bit of change, yes, for quite a bit of time. Yeah, so just like, you know, just... You want me to smuggle you into heaven? Exactly. I didn't even have to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you do in... What did, what? How how were you kicked out? Um, I wasn't kicked out. It's just, it's a little better. I'm not... Oh my fucking God. Those... That long neck thing is so... Sorry. Um, but uh, they're all going to die. <laughs> they're all going to... Fuck. Sorry. Look, I I was supposed to be... Um, it was my turn to torture some people in the rack, and I really didn't feel like it because, God, just it gets all in. Like, you can't get it out, and it, like, stains everything. So I, like, took a break. And so you sure showed mercy and were kicked out of... I don't think it's mercy so much as laziness, sloth. I guess I technically did follow one of the sins, but, like, the wheel never stops turning. They just want me to, like, fulfill the work I'm doing, like, farther down and farther down you go, the worse it gets. And I just really don't feel like dealing with the screaming and the yelling and the, like, please, God, send me back. You do understand that likely... If you were to be smuggled into heaven, then probably the, communica the communication and travel lines between heaven and hell will be um, cut during this period of time. I oh doubt it like, nothing. If, like, the earth is obliterated for, like, however long it is, like, we don't, we don't need the communication. It'll be fine. Like, what? Can you guarantee yeah, that totally. you won't be caught? Yeah, like, what are they going to? Like, I mean, like, I know my way around. Like, when I was up there, I knew how to get around. I'll be fine. Probably. Maybe. You will be staying in my home. You will not be leaving my home. And you will be... You are so boring. Quiet. And you are literally careful. so boring. I can't be quiet. Have you met me? I, I can't. At all. I am aware of this, but you, you do understand that the idea of hiding implies that you must remain hidden. And noise is usually the opposite of, see, do you hear that large dinosaur flying overhead, screeching? That is not a hidden dinosaur. That I can see, like, it's right there. It'll be hidden tomorrow. Because it'll be obliterated. Just hidden all over the place. Yes, um, that is correct. Just in, like, lots of little pieces. All right. Thank you. Go gather your things. I don't have any things here. Like, we're in a fucking cave. You think I brought my shit to a dirty-ass cave? I am a classy person. Really? Demon. I, Whatever the uh, hell I, I am. I understand the way that you clean, and I thought this was perfect for you. That's rude. It, that was a joke. 
I'm about to be obliterated tomorrow. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just it's all right. That's all right. Sometimes it's not a time to make jokes when someone is in the face of pain. I I should know better. <clears throat> yes. Um, show me where you're going to be. You know what? Actually, don't tell me where you're going to be sneaking in. I will meet you up there. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> I, I, I'm feeling good about this. the end of this scene. Who's um, being tortured on the rack? Is it the dinosaurs? Are the dinosaurs being tortured on the rack? <laughs> Dinosaur spirits. Sorry, dinos. Oop. Okay. Okay. Uh, so there are three questions here. How do we say goodbye at the end of the scene? With like a hand wave over my shoulder and slithering out of the cave. I kind of stand there and just kind of look at you impassively as you leave. <laughs> Are we looking forward to seeing each other again? Yes, I'm so excited to see you. I love not being obliterated. I am, although I don't know when, if I will admit it in your presence, glad that I can offer assistance uh, and glad that you will not be um, stuck anywhere bad. So yes. Aw, thanks, Grace. Hmm. And uh, what promise do we make each other? I promise to let you stay in my house. <laughs> that you're not going to rat me out. Uh, I promise not to get like sulfur all over the place. It like tracks in my damn shoes. I'm going to try to keep your damn place clean. Okay. Let's do another scene. What is the next time period? I want people. I can't torture dinosaurs on racks anymore. Okay. Let's do another time period. Um, let's do a time period with people in it. That's surprisingly not a long period of time when it comes That's to true. the entirety of the earth's history but That's true. um ooh, i want to meet anne boleyn <laughs> you want to meet anne boleyn okay what time period is well that? i don't want to meet anne boleyn but that's um oh like 1600s uh like king henry the eighth the guy who killed all his wives yes so we're still in england damn it <laughs> so yes. i mean but that's okay we'll just be i guess in england or something in the mere in the middle of its imperial Yay, the sun never sets on the English Empire. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, sounds good, sounds good. Okay, uh, where where are we in the world? I guess in... We're in England, buddy. We're in England. Uh, what, main, what mundane place have we found ourselves in? I was going to say a beheading, but that's mean. <laughs> How about you pick? That's not, I mean, it might be I'm mundane at the time, right? Let's just let's just say yes. We'll do that one. That's fine. Sorry, Anne. Uh, and who else is around? Uh, probably a crowd of people watching mm -hmm. this um, decapitation take place. Mm -hmm. Because what other entertainment did they have? Yeah. So um, a, a uh, poorly drained and semi illness ridden <laughs> town. A dirty ass. Uh, it wouldn't be dirty ass. It'd be like outside the. Uh, it'd be like the capital the, i don't know where it's they the nice headings. part of the dirty part okay it's cobblestone cobblestone <laughs> there's like shit in the streets but it's like nice high polished nice shit. shit yeah great excellent um i'm gonna roll the g10 for <laughs> what the thing is okay i got a seven a story we're supposed to role play a story we can do it <laughs> um i don't know what that means but I'm assuming, like, telling a story. Sure. I'm okay. going with that, because I don't know otherwise. Yeah, I don't know either. Okay, cool. Shall we begin? Yes, let's do it. 
can you believe their source of entertainment is fucking watching their like leaders be decapitated yes it it is a it, quite a detriment to their moralities for this to be the only form of relief that they have from their lives i wonder if this keeps going for the next millennia <laughs> i uh, sincerely hope not Boo. I mean, of course I'm going to object to people drooling over the idea of a bloody neck. That's what I... That's, well, it's not really the bloody me, neck. It's more like the separation of the head with the neck. And then the blood that follows? It's more like the thumping of the head. Anyway, what were you going to say? And the projectile blood? I've seen the people shout before. That's why we're not that close. Like, because these people are... Like, I don't want these people to touch me. They dirty. They're nasty. And... Again, not getting this suit ruined. It, that is, like, it does look like a very well uh, clean suit. Very well put together. What is that made out of? I don't think you want to know. Mm, perhaps I don't. There used to be, uh, like, a town that I, I recall, uh, what, uh, like, several hundred years ago, where uh, the, God, the community... A story. Like, we're trying to watch this woman get beheaded, and you're telling me a story. Yes, but you must understand... Uh, why this is going, why things have come the way they have become for this um, because that community became uh, strangely obsessed with uh, beheadings uh, they were beheading anyone for any slights, any uh, problem that at all arose in any way, shape, or form it became, I mean you must have you, I mean you must have heard of it, it became um, a battleground for uh, angels and demons over people being bad and good like we tried to come in and guide people along their way and demons didn't like that at all it was a whole oh, see it's funny mess. i heard it the other way around i heard that it was y'all who were kind of like encouraging them to keep fighting you know why would we do that for the lord when were the crusaders again <laughs> I don't well, know, I don't fighting. Know. <laughs> I don't, yeah, like fighting for the Lord. I don't know. But basically, I had a ton of overtime to do with all these people chopping people's heads off. And like, it was cute in the beginning, but Jesus fucking Christ. It was it was disastrous for us now. as well. Many people who would have been um, excellent moral characters their entire lives were uh, denied because of the violence and the blood that they spilled there. Yeah, but, like, aren't you... Are you sure it wasn't your upper management? Because my upper management was fucking pissed with it all. Uh, we love a good war, don't get me wrong. But um, that was just far too many people at once to handle logistically. I wouldn't say our upper management um, communicates with us as as much, per se. It's, it's usually uh, we get our orders delivered and then we go and uh, commit the commit the deeds that must be done. Ah, uh, yes. Good little soldiers you are. Ooh, oh, God! Someone touched me. Someone touched me. Oh, my God. I should burn this whole fucking town. Oh. Ugh. Perhaps you might just have to burn whatever piece of that suit is unless it um, gets people's mouth watering for more human violence. It's a human suit, isn't it? It is. How did, how, yes. It looks really nice on me, right? Mm. Died, too. It, person um, who had it, uh, I, I, it, it's kind of like a work bonus. It's certainly um, um, befitting. Thank you. Do you get it? Because we are at a beheading, and your suit. Not your best befitting. work. Mm. Funny. Not your best work. Keep it up, Grace. 
Okay, I will. I will try harder. Oh, uh, gosh! Looks like they're about to commit the deed now. Shit! I wish popcorn has been invented yet. Hmm. If only they uh, also invented what? What are those called? Bunch of crunch? <laughs> those little chocolate things with the <laughs> with the. <t> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I have taste. I just want some futuristic popcorn, buddy. <laughs> no, I want something sweet on that popcorn. Sweet and salty. Oh, tastes good. You oh God! You're right. The blood does spurt. Oh, like oh. the whole first row. Oof. Oof. Mm, they're cheering. Back here. This is going to have to be reported. Sounds good to me. Okay. Good. Do heads spurt, Eric? <laughs> I mean, they have like the veins. What the art? The biggest arteries are like in the neck, aren't they? So. You know, in every fictionalized head decapitation I've seen, blood has not spurted. <laughs> probably to save people <laughs> from the horror that is blood <laughs> pouring out in every fictionalized <laughs> okay uh how do we say goodbye uh as the crowd kind of disperses with the end of the day i'm gonna just be like uh i have to get back to work i promise to get you a better suit the fuck is wrong with my suit i like my suit i don't think human skin is very long lasting nor um i take good it, care of my clothes thank it's also, you also um very difficult for me to look at personally there will be a future fictional character named buffalo bill i, I who admit will that take i notes am... from this oh god and i am <laughs> um it makes me a little nauseous to look at so well, I will if you be put the lotion on the skin no <laughs> no <laughs> no goodbye <laughs> okay are you looking forward to uh are we looking forward to seeing each other again uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna find like a whole rack of human suits. Like even if I don't wear, I'm just gonna like. Did you lotion today? Yes, just I'm going to bring you <laughs> such a good, well-fitting suit Fuck made it. from like non-harmful materials. I was gonna say snakeskin, and then you said human. I'm like, yeah, no, we're going there. We're In going straight favorite. down that. <laughs> I really jumped there. Um, I love it. What promises do we make each other? I promise to bring you a suit. <laughs> I have a suggestion for, even though I feel like I suggested all of what? them, so I'm not going <laughs> to, I want to be in quarantine. Oh, God. Okay, sure. <laughs> That's what, no, I was like, I suggested the last two. You can, if there's one you want. Okay, let's do, I don't know, you want to do early 2000s? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, kind of cursed period of time. It's not cursed. It has good ass music. It's yeah, cursed. So let's do the 2000s. People wore uh, puka shell necklaces. As okay, a they were favorite. very comfortable. And polo shirts. With we wore four polo shirts. Okay? Short with like knee length cargo shorts. Oh my god. That had a zipper at the knee. Buddy, so I had those pants. cargo shorts. I had them too. They were comfortable as fuck. They it was never like looked you, good on me. It everything looks good on me. Good, good for you. I'm glad for yeah, you. Yeah, the 2000s. The 2000s. Okay. Uh, where are where are we in the world? Um, we gotta get out of America. Wait, we weren't in America last time. Uh, no, we weren't. Okay. I, I mean, the problem is I only know 2000s culture in the United States. Yeah, unfortunately. I'm sorry, listeners. California. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, what mundane place have we found ourselves in? I don't know, like a mall? Oh, I was gonna say a high school. I like a mall. Like an open, like one of those open air malls, you know? Yeah, but they have great. those in California. <laughs> they also have open air schools because it's too hot for air conditioning. Wait, you're from a hot state. You know I, that. I guess I am. Um, who else is around? 
people. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> puka shell necklaces and uh, kids spending too much time in like hot topic and Spencer's and hanging out. Like I'm like I'm just now I'm just reliving middle school. Okay, um, let's like randomly because there was nothing to, like all we did in Texas was middle school is we want to hang out. We would go to the mall. You go to the mall and just do nothing. Just do you nothing. eat food and go to like Auntie Anne's movie. Yeah. Get a Jamba Juice. Because we weren't rich enough to buy stuff. <laughs> um, I'm going to roll the dice for, for um, the scene that we're going to be roleplaying. A warning. Ooh. Um, hello there, Calcifer. Have you not seen the fantastic um, cinnamon sugar confection that is this pretzel that uh, they have created over here? It's fantastic. I'm sorry, fuck you. I'm enjoying my french fries. They're bomb as fuck, but like, I will eat your cinnamon sugar pretzels. It's so soft. (laughs) Grace. Goodness. Oh, God, these humans are so fucking boring. I'm supposed to like reap a few souls. Like, we have uh, one of our reapers is out on um, maternity leave, uh, and I'm supposed to like good for good for them. Congratulations. Yeah, no, we have, like, really good benefits down there. It's kind of crazy. Um, but I'm supposed to, like, pull a couple souls from here. And, God, I just don't care. It's hot. I just want to eat my fucking fries. Yes, um, all of these people do seem to be very... Um, Boring. Average, I would say. I will say, it is a little bit odd to be having the the, the pretzel with uh, the, the smoothie as well. Um, but it is entertaining to watch... Um, the people that are uh, skateboarding around, they, um, they seem to be very talented individuals. No, you gotta do salty with sweet. Like, there's that, what's that nasty ass? Oh, God, like, Wendy's, the girl with the pigtails. That fast food place. Go in, steal some fries, steal, like, a Frosty or some shit. Mm, I, I believe Great. I have enough tender in order to pay for um Just what steal it, it. It's They can't see you. I mean... You're so weird. But if I'm going to be interacting with human just go things, I back. should engage with them the way that humans engage with them, no? <sighs> You're so weird. Look, I... Thank you for meeting me here at this weird-ass, boring little mall. Um, th- Thank you for meeting me here. I've been craving one of these pretzels for quite some time and haven't had a chance to take off. So I might have seen something um, <clears throat> in my boss's office. Uh, oh, no. Apparently, in like 15, 19 years, some big shit's going down. And like, I don't know. It's going to be a super massive overflow for us. And they're honestly kind of, even like this far out, they're already looking for like more workers. And it's like, we already got like 15 years to go. And I'm wondering how bad it could be. But like, I don't actually know what's happening. Have you heard anything? What so it's going to involve a lot of like mass death then? Well, let me let me be frank. There's like there's that which uh, like there was that kind of the bulletin board which was really upsetting, of upsetting, um, upsetting. But there was like this weird like asterisk where like just like a fuck ton of people are coming straight to hell. I read something like horse dormer or some shit. I don't know, I, like. I don't know. There's like this weird thing where it's like people are gonna just start taking this weird ass shit that like no one's supposed to be eating for some convoluted reason, and just like over time, tons of people are gonna be sent straight to hell. 
Um, I, I don't want to fucking deal with that. I admit that um, communication has been uh, pulled back quite a bit in the past bit of time uh, from our overhead, which was already not very communicative to begin with. I actually, um, we've been we've been running on on just our usual standard protocols for quite some time. I, there, mm-hmm. it's possible there might be something. You don't think that uh, our upper management has. I don't know, stepped away. Your upper management is fucked up. I mean, it, it does mean that I get to take more, more breaks, which I will only admit to you was um, delightful, but... Um, I mean, like, I say this in the nicest way possible. Your upper management is fucked up. I don't... Do they do anything? Um, then that's... Um, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, um, perhaps something. Like, at the very least, we, we have, like... plenty. We don't have, like, one-on-ones with Satan, but, like, at the very least, he has, like, we have monthly pizza parties. <laughs> Fuck, I'm running capitalism again. Yeah, but we at least are able to, like, see what he does. We're able to see kind of, like, how many souls he's reaped and shit. But... Um, well, will, will you be alright with the influx? Um, I, you've been working f- fairly hard over the past several uh, decades as well, um... Thank you. I gotta afford all my skin suits. Oh, I send you so many sustainable, non-harmful suits every year. I know. Oh I just wear these just to... Every time I see you, I wear these. Mm. Nice and lotioned. That's, um, it seems like it will be skin possible for me to make this change in your wardrobe. I swear to God. <laughs> um, it is weird, though, because um, I haven't getting weird looks when I come up here with this because... Uh, that movie came out and they took my fucking line gets the lotion on his skin or else they use the hose again how fucking dare they that was my line but anyway fuck them i would sue them for copyright um but yeah no i'll be fine um well um i guess we'll have to keep an eye out perhaps i'm a little concerned about if something starts to happen and our upper management is gone what it will mean for us and our organization as well hmm Oh, do you want to hear something crazy? Um, I I suppose yes. How do you do you watch television? Do you know what television is? Yes, of course. There's a show. I, I I recently saw. I recently watched Charlotte's Web. I cried several times. God, you're a loser. Um, there's a show called Get This Supernatural. Oh my god! Apparently, according to one of my guys who like works down there's like we have a whole section that's just kind of devoted to media mm-hmm. apparently this show's gonna run like 15 years and it's gonna deal with people it's gonna deal with like us like heaven and hell oh tell me more apparently it's gonna be absolute dog shit but you know what fuck it like maybe they'll make us demons look cool for once i've always been very curious about how they portray us and uh the accuracies and inaccuracies therein i mean probably gonna be stupid the um, believe guy is hot. If there's one thing people can rely on, it is always um, people's attract physical attraction to uh, well maintained bodies and violence. You're just mad I made you go see Anne Boleyn's head, and like the blood almost got to us, but not quite. Um. Well, we, we you did show me that, and it was a lot, but um considering the number of crazy shit we've seen since then hmm. hey uh once i finish my fries you want to go to hot topic there's like this invader zim shirt i saw which looks like 
That show is so stupid. I but. love that little uh, cartoon. It's so loud. It's so, it's, it's so dumb. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Once we're go. done, we're going to Hot Topic. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Um, I couldn't if, make it work, but like in Supernatural, God being missing is totally a massive part. That's why I it? did it. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, I, w I having not seen that part, that much of Supernatural, I couldn't get you there. I was like, it's only 2000, maybe six. <laughs> I can't keep like in 2012. Amazing. That is a plot point. Um, okay, we should skip ahead to the ending because uh, we've been playing for a little bit. Um, okay, my Invader Zim shirt. Got it. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Um, I stole it. Yeah. Ugh, I paid for it behind your back. Um, God fucking damn it. <laughs> so you've been together for eons, uh, or we've been together for eons, finding the small moments you are able to steal away from the watchful eyes of the powers that be. But something has changed. Perhaps someone spotted you or something gave it away. Perhaps duty calls or it's the end of days. There are three things that you know. You love each other. The powers that be most definitely wouldn't approve of your relationship. And there is only one place that is safe to meet, Earth. Do we choose to stay together against all odds? I think, um, for Grace, I think they are... I think as they realize, like, as, you know, the fifth, as the warning happens and then, like, you know, the <laughs> pandemic and everything, like, as they realize just how I'm sorry little... if you've taken horse to wormer. Don't do that. Don't do... Please don't. Please don't. Get vaccinated. Stay safe. Um, I, I feel like as they realize how little management there actually is in heaven these days, um, mm. they are more yeah more likely to be like they're they feel more and more alone and more unmoored in their life and their job and things and they really just want company it's funny because uh calcifer is like on the one hand as grace has been more like oh i don't know where my bosses are and nothing seems to be going right he's like oh like maybe i should really let them kind of like be integrated more in their work and like have that work out but then like things are getting so hectic down where he is and he is not really it's not that he doesn't like his work it doesn't fulfill him <laughs> those torturing souls hmm. um and at the very least uh calcifer would totally you know be there for grace because like at the end of the day like a job is a job and Satan may throw me a pizza party, but like, that's my sibling. I have to stick with them. Oh, yay. Uh, well, that was, I think a fairly easy, like answer then. <laughs> <laughs> to quote a supernatural. That's my, that's my sibling. Yeah, that's my, yep. Well, I can say that. That's <laughs> my brother. I can say that's my brother. Thank you. Uh, I, kind of want, I wanted Calcifer to rule hell, but like bureaucracy got in the way. <laughs> that yeah, was fun. That was fun. I wish yeah. there was almost like a suggestion of times and places, which I guess would be kind of shitty because like if I'm playing this in mm. like a different country, like I, I wouldn't want like all American options, but who oh boy. The I don't the, know what anything is Crusaders, or where anything is. Yeah. The, I'm pretty damn sure the Crusaders were the 1500s, but like I was not prepared. I should have. I mean, maybe this is like something where it's like you come prepared with some ideas of where mm -hmm. these places are. 
like I'm like if we're like trying to remake good omens here at the very least that author had time to research all the locations mm. that they used and for the most um, part so, it was still in the UK so so uh the crusaders be- were between 1095 and 1291 so mm. I was right that Anne Boleyn would have been post crusaders it was not the 1500s <laughs> I took AP Euro and did not do well yes um but yeah, no, this was this was a lot of fun. It's very, yeah, it was a very I, chill I liked one. It too. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was chill. I think it'd be interesting like to explore this with different types of uh relationship, like love, just kind of mm-hmm. seeing how that plays out. You know? Yeah. Cause I mean, at its core, this is a game about love and the differences between people in the middle of love, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, yeah. how much do I love you if I'm willing to stab someone in the throat for you? Blood on my clothes. I don't know. I have to think about it. I guess. <laughs> That's, and how, how much do I love you to ask for that from you? Mm-hmm. You know. So, yeah. Cool game. Very chill. Uh, thanks, Kiana Shaw, for playing that again. And thanks to our listeners for being here at Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thanks for joining us. If you like what you hear, tell us about it on Twitter at GameplayRFB or leave us a review wherever you're listening to this. And if reviews are a thing that are possible to do there. Yeah. Anything else, Brianna? Make sure you put the lotion on the skin or else you get the hose again. Okay. All right. Take care of yourself and each other, everybody. (laughs) And we'll talk to you next time. Bye, y'all.